And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. Oh my god, what a breath I need to take after all that. You have no idea. What if I ran all the way over here to sit down and then hit this button and then tried to record as quickly as possible? What if I was being chased by a ravenous pack of a single panther that was shrunk down to the size of a house cat but still just as ravenous? What if I were trying as hard as I can and you were making fun of me? Wouldn't you feel awful? Probably not, because I don't when I hear an introduction like that from a podcast. I think, you're winging it. You're winging it, sir or madame. You're, you're totally not in any way trying to be an official person. But I am. I'm trying so very hard, can't you tell? Well, as you can tell, I'm stretching myself. Uh, I don't really have a lot of news. That is to say... For the first time in a long time, uh, about five years now, I approve of the President of the United States of America. What could have happened to make me suddenly change and uh, support the White House for the first time in two presidencies in five years? Well, the Bidens got a fucking cat, and they named it something really cute. They named it Willow. I love Willow. It's a great name for a kitty. I can do a couple of Willows. Willow's always a cute name. I think it's a very cute name for a kitty. Oh, don't get me wrong. Willow is a human name. It's also the name of half-sized humans that fight monstrous creatures in the 80s with the help of Val Kilmer. But it's also kind of not a human name, insofar that it is both a tree and kind of perfect for a kitty cat. So, Willow, the nicest thing that's happened in politics in the last five and a half years. Willow, won't you enjoy it with me? Okay, that's it. That's the only good news I've got. (laughs) Uh, A lot of you asked about Spiritfarer. Did I finish it up? I did! I did! I killed every single motherfucker that I could, and then I killed myself at the end. No spoilers, because... I mean, that's exactly what the goddamn game's about. Uh, Did I have fun doing it? I did. Was it relaxing? For the most part, it really was. Am I on to my next games? Yes. Will I tell you about them? Probably not. (laughs) Because then you ask me. Oh my god. Just last week, I casually got excited about a remake of a movie. Now I have to host it this week on the goddamn server. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> so I'll finish my games and then I'll tell you about them when I'm done, I guess. But uh was it nice? Yes. Was it a was it a wonderful meditation on death? No. No, with all due respect. Once again, I read the death of Ivan Illich at like age twenty. That's a meditation on fucking death. That's a fucking the whole every page or two there's a whole nother like we do do that, don't we, about death. Ooh. So, all due respect. Now, what I will say about Spiritfarer is, when I was but a lad, and the video games came in cabinets that were much larger than people, uh, there was one cabinet that always, always had some people around it, and that was Dragon's Lair. It looked like a cartoon that you could play. It was basically just a bunch of dumb quick-time events, but we didn't know what those were back then. Anyway, Spiritfarer... Games like Breath of the Wild, Spirit Fair, they're really getting us very close to actually playing in a cartoon world. And I have to say, I found that enchanting. 
So if you've ever wanted to play in a cartoon world, if you've ever wanted to play a game that's very much about a female's perspective in the world and how she attaches to people and death and her, her way through life, I think Spiritfarer is two big thumbs up. But also, God, do I hate catering to the needs of snake people. Just, you know, I played a lot of video games. I've encountered a lot of snake people. I'm mostly whacking them in half for the delicious loot that they drop. Well, speaking of that, we have another podcast episode coming up. It's going to be a very nice one, I think. And I think you're going to enjoy it. I made a little joke on the server about how all my podcasts are coming true. Me talking about being stuck in a roadside during the snowstorm and then the bomb cyclone hits. Me talking about a teacher getting frisky uh, when stuck at home in between shifts. And then that actually happened to a teacher, except she broadcast her little sexy session out. <laughs> so here's hoping that this next piece doesn't happen quite literally the way that I describe it. I give you week four's main piece... Back from the dead. Wake up. I said, wake up. Wake up, buttercup. Uh-uh. Give me your wrists. I said, give me your wrists. Hold them in front of you. Come on. Right out. Because I'm going... To tie them together, that's why. There. There we go. Uh-huh. Don't you worry about that. You're in my control now. You hear me? Do you hear me? You are under my control. I do what I want with you from here. Welcome back to the world my world. You just live in it. Do you understand? I need you to nod your sleepy little head, princess. Do you understand that this is my world and you are mine in it? You promised yourself. You promised yourself you'd give yourself over to me and that you'd do what I wanted, and that you would take as long as it took, that you would wait, and then one day, when I was ready, I would return for it, full force. Do you remember? I'm sure you doubted it, doubted that it would ever actually come back to fruition. Well, here it is is. Here I am. You've waited long enough, and now you're going to be <laughs> rewarded. Mm -mm. Here. I have wanted this image for so long, taking your wrists and mine and guiding them to my crotch. Do you see? Do you feel it? How hard I am? Even through all of the layers. You can feel it, can't you? 
how hard I am, how hot. And do you know what I'm this aroused for? You. That's right. Just you. I told you. I told you if you waited, I told you if you believed, I told you if you gave it time. This is what would be waiting for you. And you did. And now, now, you're gonna get everything. Do you hear me? You're gonna get every last inch. Mm-hmm. Stroke back and forth. Do you know why your wrists are bound together now? Do you know why this is happening in the middle of the night? It's happening right now, because this is when it happened to me. My body, it told me, like a lightning bolt struck me, even though the sky is clear. It told me to come and fuck you. To put you in every position I could, and to take more and more from you, to take it, but giving it, mm, look at your eyes, are you already glazing over for me, has it been too long of a wait, it has, hasn't it, you have not felt this kind of desire in far too long. Your nipples are hard. Your ass, I can already tell, is heating all the way up. You want me. You've always wanted me, but you doubted it. And now here it is. Here it is. Uh-uh. Don't squeal. Don't shriek. Don't yell. If I put my hands on you and shove you over, if I grab you and pull your legs apart, don't make a loud noise. You don't want to startle me. What if you terrify me? You've been waiting for this for so goddamn long. You don't want to fuck it up now, do you? Do you? No, of course not here. Let me stroke your pretty little hair in my big, warm hands. And then let me show you... If you put your fingers in all that beautiful hair and you get nice and deep and far enough apart, you can pull a woman by her hair and it barely fucking hurts. Pull her right to the goddamn edge of the bed where her face is now pointed upwards and struggling to stay up. So it shouldn't. So it should just let go and fall down. Just her beautiful little head, her hair sliding and cascading like a waterfall. As this big, thick dick comes out and taps her against her pretty little face. Taps her against her face. A cheek. I can press down on my cock and have it spring back up and tap you on your forehead from here. But what we're really doing, and you knew all along, was getting this dick right 
in that mouth in such a way that I could take my big strong hands, wrap them around your throat, and hold you in position. You said you'd do anything for me. You said you'd endure anything for me. Well, this is anything. I told you when I was ready, I was going to use you. I was going to fuck you. You like that cock going down your throat? You like that cock going down your throat was my question. You do, don't you? Don't you? You like being choked in two different ways at once, your body being used. I can tell that your cunt is on fire from here. I can tell that you're losing your goddamn mind, and I've only touched you in such a way as to use you, as to force you, as to make your body comply to my will. And you're so goddamn turned on by it, aren't you? Aren't you? Yes, you are. Of course I'm going to degrade you with my words, with my touch, with everything else. If you give everything to me before I've even had you, before I've even opened you up, what am I going to find inside but more wanton desire for me? I do things to you you've never fucking imagined. I do things to you that you never even wanted, and I haven't even done them to you yet. I told you you'd have to wait until this mood came back to me. You want the best. You have to wait until its conditions arise. And they have. I've been waiting for you. Waiting for me to want you like this. Knowing that I could have you at any time. But needing it. Needing it. Needing that full goddamn thrust of my libido to come back to me. Your tits your hips, your thighs. I've thought about hurting you a million goddamn times, a thousand times a day, for one thousand days. You think I was going to rush anything? You think I was going to hurry it up? Not when I can have this cock so thick inside of you that it makes you cry. You like crying with my dick in your mouth when you can't move, don't you? Don't you? You just have to goddamn hope that I haven't hurt your throat too much. I got some chloroseptic for you, baby. If you're a good girl, I'll even let you use it. We both know how easy I could come like this, how easy I could come like this, how easy I could tighten my thumbs over your throat, make you choke, and fuck you until I shut that cum down your throat. We both know I could. <laughs> What's keeping me from doing it? Hmm? What's keeping me from doing it? It's the fact that you choking and sputtering all over me is even better than coming. See, I can make myself come when I'm horny, when I'm lonely, when I'm needy. I can make myself come, but I can never feel what your holes do to me. I can never feel what you do to me when I fill you up. 
Now could I? Now could I? Now fucking could I? No, no, no. You think I'm going to come like this? You can't fucking take it. No, that's the exciting thing. Grubbing you and spinning you back fucking around again. Getting between your thighs and opening you up. You weigh nothing. Don't you fucking scream. If I slap your ass with this hand, it'll hurt for days. You do not want that. You only want me to hurt one or two of your little holes at a time. Is that pussy enough? Is that pussy enough? Can it take this thick dick? Can it? Can it take the dick of your man, of your dom, of your sir, of your daddy, of your demon, of your lord, whatever you want to call me? That's what I am. Well, you trigger, trigger, trigger. Oh, look at you. You can't even handle this. You can't even handle me grabbing my cock at the base and slapping your little clit with it. If you can't handle that, how are you going to handle this goddamn telephone pole inside you? Because that's how hard it is right now. How hard you're fucking making me slide those fucking lips back and forth. Slide those lips back and forth over my dick. You think that this is going to go easy for you? No, it is not. Look into my fucking eyes. You think this is the end? You think this is some show? You think this is fucking bravado? I'm going to come in, and I'm going to take you over and over and over again. Can you even imagine this dick inside your ass? Do you understand the pain that you would be in? Pushing into your fucking pussy is making you wince. I should have started with two fingers and opened you up, but I wanted to see the goddamn consternation on your face. You've been asking for this dick. You're going to reject it? You've been asking for this dick. You really going to reject it? You really going to turn me down after all that? You couldn't even suck me off. You couldn't even take all of my goddamn cock in your mouth. And now, after begging with me, after pleading with me, after saying, of course, you were going to wait until I was ready to give you everything. Now, you can't take it all? Now you have second choices and doubts and concerns. Huh? I don't think so. That pussy is mine, isn't it? I said that pussy is mine. Is it not? Is it not? You're goddamn right. It is. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yes. 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 I love fucking missionary. I love putting my hands on a sweet little creature, pinning her down, and fucking her. Uh-huh. Grabbing her by her own constraint. Goddamn arms. And looking at her as I pound into her. You well know. Oh my goddamn creed. It's come for me. It's come for me. It's come all over this goddamn dick. This dick can come whenever the fuck it wants to. It could have done so with you. It can do so with another woman. It can do so by itself. It wasn't waiting for the ability to come. It was waiting for the need of it. Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to give me that cum? Are you going to give me that cum? Are you going to fucking give me that cum? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes.
Yes, yes, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me as I pounded you, give it to me, god damn it, right now, 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 you are all mine. Good girls, give me their cum, good girls, give me their cum, good girls, give me their cum, 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 yes, 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 you can, yes, you can, god damn it, you're my fucking little prisoner and you have to do what I say, and I say, come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me, god damn you, yes, yes. Yes, 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 there, 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 come, 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 uh-huh, good girls come for me, good girls come for me, yes they do, yes they do, they don't get slapped, they don't get slapped around, they come all over this dick, yes, yes, you poor little thing, oh no, and I just reach right down with one thumb, and start tickling that clit all over again. Did you ever know your pussy could feel this full? Did you ever know that your entire body could feel this hot? Mm -mm. No, I'm not stopping. I'm going to tickle that clit. Mm -hmm. Slick with you. And I know you want to be slick with me. Oh, I haven't felt something like this in a long time. I wanted to come in like a dynamo. I wanted to melt you. The gear works. The parts of you that have nothing else left to say. I wanted to destroy them all. And now, I'm going to show you that I can. I'm going to flip you. Uh-uh. Shut the fuck up. You're mine. Shh. Flip you right onto your tummy. Pull you by your thighs right back to the edge of the bed. Right where you're good for. Right where I can use you however I want. Positioning your sweet little holes right at the edge. Can you believe you actually asked me to fuck you up the ass with this cock? Do you understand now the danger that you put yourself in? Offering yourself up. Offering every part of you up. You just have to be so god damn glad that what I really want is to shove my cum inside you and then to have it drip out. You're just so fortunate that the thing that makes this stick so hard, that made it so that I can't stop thinking about you, is fucking you with my hands on your ass cheeks because you think this ass isn't right-sized. But Daddy's big, strong hands will show you that they are just perfect. <sighs> Rub your clit against the mattress as I fuck you, slow and steady, from behind. Don't make me push you down now. Don't make me say it again. Ah. Uh.
Make me come. Make me come, goddammit. Yes. Yes. Make me fucking come, come on. Yes. Yes. Shot that wad of cub inside you. <laughs> uh, it's still so sensitive. It's still so sensitive. Yes, if you grip me, get that revenge. Show me what it's like to be used. Show me what it's like. Even though you're still too busy coming down. <laughs> coming for me. Uh -huh. I came in here ready, hard to play. I came here to fuck you up. I came here to show you that I was dead. 
but I came back. And it's all because I want to know how good it can feel to be inside you. And we haven't even gotten started yet. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. Isn't it so good to be back together again? Risen from the dead? All right, well, that was pretty dramatic for anybody who skips right to the questions. And here they are. Thank you to everybody who sent the questions in. Please send them in each and every week. I answer your questions no matter what's going on. It's a reason to get out of bed for the day, and I do enjoy it each and every time. First question this week comes from Printer. I have one question for you. Lisa. Oh, my God. And let's try it again. Comes from Printer. Hi, Jack. It's Printer. I just have one question for you this week. Okay. What is your favorite example of a portmanteau? Thank you. Of a, a what? One. My favorite example of a what? Favorite example of a portmanteau. Thank you. One more time. One. one more time. Is your favorite example of a portmanteau? Thank you. And have a good one. I don't know what she's saying. Of a of a port of a portman's gun. One question for you this week: What is your favorite example of a portmanteau? Thank you. I don't know what she. I don't know what she's saying. A portmanteau. A, a poor man's tell. Well, as a poor man, I'm not very good at bluffing. I'm very good at lying, but I'm not very good at bluffing. So, my tell is: I look at my cards and I go, "Ha!" <laughs> I'm just I'm not very good at bluffing, so I like to play cards online. Uh, I'm very sorry, printer. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what you're asking. Hey, I'm okay. So next question up we've got is from Data. I was wondering if you guys would ever plan on having a theme conversation, hmm? like dynamics and how they might work in relationships when it comes to BDSM or anything else in between. Glad to hear that you're back. Well, thank you very much, Tata. Um, I, I don't know what, specifically what you mean by a conversation, uh, insofar as rules of the road and, and best advice and best practices. I do try and put them in the pieces, whether they be positive examples or negative examples. Uh, I do try and put... I do try and put that into the actual fold. Now, when it comes to BDSM... Uh, I try and lay down for submissives the simplest rule that I can. And that is, there is no good way to be a submissive because every relationship's different. So every relationship within a BDSM paradigm is going to be different. And therefore, you're going to be feeling about that relationship in a new way, organizing your structure in a different way. Uh, I think that that's the best advice I can give. Don't get involved in BDSM in a BDSM relationship, sexual or otherwise, just because it sounds fun. It has to be a good relationship. You have to feel respected. And there's no right way to do it. I'm not going to ask you to do it the same way now that I would have five years ago, that I would have ten years ago. And I'm the same person, quote unquote. <laughs> Sometimes I don't feel like it, but I am. I am the same person with the same vulnerabilities and the same strengths and, and, and however much life has changed me. I am the same person, and I wouldn't ask you to do it the same way as a few years back. So clearly two doms wouldn't either. Just do remember that. 
insofar as questions or concerns or, or what have you that I haven't answered, I'd be more than willing to talk about that sort of thing. I just don't know what's on your mind, dynamic-wise, what have you. I'm happy to hear that you're doing better, and I hope the little kitty is doing well. <laughs> Thank you very much. The cat's doing fine. First request for a cat update. Cat's doing okay. She's sleeping in bed right now. She just got kitty treats for the first time in a couple of days. Uh... She's she's my little snuggle bunny, my little snuggle puss under the covers. So don't you worry about that. Cat's doing okay. Hi, John. Okay, up next we've got Jenny. Back. It's great to say hi to you. And, um, Thank you. It's great to finally uh, get to <clears throat> meet the Bay Knight himself. My <laughs> um, first question is... Out all the characters that you have um, written and played and acted out yourself in the episodes, what is your favourite one that you've acted out on um, and played? Also, my second question. Okay, so just want to make sure that was the whole of the first question. Uh, you know, it's when it comes to like actually acting or playing something out, writing something where you're an otherworldly entity or just a voice in the back of someone's head is a pain in the ass. But playing it is fun because you just, you know, you get to let your your Lewis Carroll, Gene Wilder, uh, you get to you get to let your <laughs> your just total Gonzo version <laughs> out. And uh, that that's uh, that's very fun writing that kind of thing. There's a reason why there's not a I'm a voice inside your head movie coming out every six months or so, and that is they are a pain to write. As all <laughs> the foods that you're planning to make and oh. going to make Ooh. this year, Ooh. what is your favorite? Well, I'm not trying to dodge on that one. Besides, I don't plan things out like that. Uh, Izzard, the great comic from the UK, Izzard, had a had a bit about passive research, which is just getting stoned and then sitting in front of the TV for the nature documentaries because you don't know what's coming on. So instead of actively doing research, you're passively doing research. Uh, I've always adopted that because I think it's a very clever way of looking at the world. And I do I do a lot of passive recipeing. I The recipes come at me I see several recipes a day, and occasionally one of them just latches on like a barnacle, and then I have to make it. So I don't plan things out too much in advance. Uh, I will say that I'm mostly just planning on getting more adventurous, uh, making making all of my soups from scratch, like including the stock that I make from the soup. The stock will come from another animal. Uh, I am planning on, on just expanding culinary talents and abilities much more than I am on any particular dish. Uh, one that you're planning to make. Um, that's all my questions. Oh! We're pleased to know. Um, it's really great being a patron and being a lady of the night. Um, oh, I love you. being a part of the group. Um, I think you're an absolute top guy. That's something we say in Scotland. <laughs> um, also, I think your work's absolutely amazing, and I think the ladies are amazing, the ladies on the group. Oh, goodness. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what your work is next. Um, also, uh, 
wish you all the best and take care of yourself. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you so much. That was very, very sweet. New Girl Ginny, everybody. Everybody say thank you and blow her a little kiss to the ether and all the rest. All right. If I can find them. Allie's got some questions oh, for me. Yes. I've got some anonymous questions. Okay. First question. How do you feel about public displays of affection? Uh, I'm absolutely fine with them because nobody pays any attention uh, to anybody ever. And I've never I've never minded hand-holding or kissing or any of that in public. Never. So I'm, I'm down with PDAs. That being said, there's like, you know, I don't want to take the romance or the, or the, the sim- simplicity out of it. There are levels of it. Right? There's like levels of PDA, and that is if things are busy or if we're around people that I know, you got to keep it at a level one. You got to keep it at a low level. You know, I, I'm all for grabbing a woman by her waist, shoving her up against a wall, and just kissing her, just straight up kissing her, nothing else. Uh, you know, but that's like a level three. We're moving, we're moving beyond public displays pretty quick at that level. And you don't do that just in the middle of the fucking mall unless you're goddamn 16 and you think your life's still a movie. You, you know, you, you, you wait until there's a moment where you, can, where you can be alone with that kind of intimacy. So, yeah, you know, keep it low level. I'm A-okay. Question two. <laughs> do you think you'll ever write another book? I'm writing one now. I don't want to talk about it too much. Um... Because it's already past due. Uh, but I'm writing it. I'm having a lot of fucking fun with it. It's non-erotic in any way, shape, or form. Certainly to say, because it's, I want it to be at least somewhat true to life, there's not a lot of female characters in it, sorry to say. But, like, with the setting, it's just a setting where there's not a lot of female characters. So I'm squeezing them in where I can. Um, yeah, I really don't want to talk too much about it. I'm having the most fun. Uh, I've ever had writing something fictional. Uh, it's 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 going very, very well, except for actually getting the words on page. But I've outlined it to death and back several times. It's a fun, fun story, and it involves, I, I feel comfortable enough saying, uh, all of the nerdy, nerdy things about me combined with all of the anger that I felt over 2020 and 2021 and it's a comedy? Like, it's not, it's not you know, like a sitcom or anything. Uh, but the as a novel, it's meant to be laughed at, at least at some points. It's meant to, to do that. So, I, I, you know, you never show a work in progress. I don't like talking about projects half-finished. But this one will see the light of day. This is going to cross the finish line. I just don't know when. And when it does, I'll never shut up about it. Because... I make myself laugh, and I've surprised myself with the twists and turns on this one, so when I can show it to you, it'll be a lot of fun. And again, I won't shut up about it. Question three. If you could get all of the ladies of the night (laughs) in one room, what would you do? Uh, Sweat. Uh, For nervous reasons, but then also for heat reasons, because if I actually were willing to come out of my cocoon and go to a physical space, a lot more of you would show up than I think I would be comfortable with. So the room would be hot physically because of all the bodies in it, but then also I'd be nervous. Um, And then the other thing I would do is ask you all for a hundred (laughs) bucks. I mean, I've got you all there anyway. Like, hey, uh, it's been a hard couple years. Can I I borrow a hundred bucks except the repayment part? 
Question four. What do you think people will be nostalgic for in ten years? Uh, seeing the lower half of people's faces. Uh, their lung capacity. Their ability to get and maintain sexual arousal. Uh... What's something like really... Like, really light and simple about right now? Because I already gave all the dark answers. What's something, like, really easy? I don't know what a lot of fads are right now. Timothy Chamolet, however the fuck you say his name. If he's still, like, a big star in ten years, I think I'll be surprised. Because it's not that he's not a good actor, but they're overusing him like a motherfucker now. He's all spice. They're just throwing him in everything. Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he was a big draw in 10 years, too. Watch, the, watch them both be the biggest stars ever, uh, still a decade from now. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What's something, like, right now that people will be super nostalgic about? Uh, I can't imagine superhero movies are going to continue on forever, especially with all the TV shows and all the other multimedia going on with that. So there, there might be a cap on that. Uh, I was looking at genres over time in American films, and of course, westerns, they just stopped making them at one point, and they never really started again. Uh, action movies are kind of starting to go that direction, because now they're all the rock, they're all super formulaic. So I'm wondering if people will be super nostalgic, like the same way that people think really bad action movies like Commando from the 80s are good. Like, will people be around in 10, 15 years going like, they just don't make really good action movies like The Rock had anymore. Man, they just don't make Fast and Furious as, you know? Sure, all these modern movies have cars and explosions and stories, but do they emphasize family? Question five. What's something you want to learn or wish you were better at? Oh my god, I wish I was better at everything. Doesn't everybody? I know we can't be, and we have to be adults, and we accept that, and that's like, you know, that's a lesson they start teaching us in, like, PBS Kids, you know, age age six or seven, that we can't be. But don't you want to be better at everything? Like, if you could. You're telling me if you couldn't, you know, make a deal with God and just, like, do, do a little dot I and I tweet to your file, and you were immediately 10% better at everything. At everything that you did, you wouldn't take that? Oh, you couldn't keep me away. You couldn't keep me away. What do I want to be better at? I want to be better at every... If I was 10% better at everything, there are sciences that don't exist yet, and then somebody could come up with it, and I would be 10% better at it. Think on that. Think on that. I was just reading about paleomicrobiology. One, one more time, to not fuck up the word. Paleomicrobiology. That's right. Paleo is in... Ancient dead microbes. How do you find ancient dead microbes? Well, that's why I was reading about it. Because <laughs> we have enough we have enough trouble finding ancient dead big-ass creatures. Oh, up to 90% of dinosaurs are believed to live, have left no trace whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we have a hard enough time finding big things in the paleo, in the <laughs> paleo sciences. So then... How do we find things that are dissolving right before our fucking eyes and their ancestors from a hundred million years ago? Uh-huh. Exactly. You couldn't do it 15 years ago. Advances have been made in the last decade. Now it's a whole field. I would be 10% better at paleomicrobiology. 
just by that magical little tweak. Would you not take it? Everything. People immediately go to like, yes, yeah, 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 sex. Sure. Yeah, cooking. Okay. But like, piloting a spacecraft. <laughs> You're better at it. Oh. Isn't that amazing? Talking to aliens? <gasps> what? That's right. Praying? You're 10% better at praying. Tell me that's not going to piss off some holy people. Oh, he's just, he's so good. Meditation? Uh, letting shit go? <sighs> These are all amazing skills. If there's one thing, so as to not cheat myself out of my existence and everything I've done and all the things I want to be and do, uh, if there was one thing I wish I were better at, I truly wish I were more disciplined with my, with my creative studies and creative time. I'm fantastic at assigning it and wallowing in it. And sometimes some really good stuff comes out of it. But I really, really wish I were more disciplined. I see other writers. I, I hear stories of other writers. And I just think that could be me. Oh, I really, truly, that would, that would be the one thing I could do to change. And then everything would be, you know, coming up daddy. And final question. Do you have a go-to party trick? Thanks, Jack. <laughs> I don't. I like to I like to be invisible in parties and then Irish goodbye at the end of it. I like to I like to uh you know, I am not a party trick guy. I like to go to parties and then my party trick is I ask somebody a hundred questions like they're the most interesting person in the world because they let me download information from them at a level that they could never understand. And I'm like, teach me everything you understand about fire inspection. I must learn all that I can in the ways of arson. And I only have 27 more minutes to do it before you get suspicious. So one more time, what were you saying about family album duplicates? <laughs> like I said, I finished the book. It's going to be a fucking great book. Just imagine this mind with twists and turns and a comedy and the anger and yada, 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 yada. It's really good, too. I'm telling you, the beginning, the middle, the end, it's got the plot, bop, 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 bop. All right, guys, that does it for our podcast this week. Thank you so much for showing up once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, week four of 2022. Been doing it a while now, but have I ever really done it this well or this happy or this assured? Keep the questions coming in. Keep the requests coming in. Keep on sending me everything. You know I want it, babies. It's the only way that I can get a piece of you right now. Arr, 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 arr. Like I'm going to bite into you, like your physical flesh. Arr, 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 arr. Thank you to everybody who shared the podcast or told a friend. Thank you. You're a good girl. See you next week.